0: You can't see this, but I'm using my Twizzler as a person who's turned away from the Lord, and now it's turned towards the Lord. Let's just dive right in. I'm like, I have to go to a party, which is stupid. Don't go to parties, kids. It's no fun. Last weekend, no, it was the weekend before because last weekend I was out of town, um, I went to my – I went to my parish. I rode my bike up to the parish that I go to and went to confession and then I rode my bike to CVS. Very exciting, I know. But I was kind of reflecting while I was riding my bike about on – I was reflecting on silence because I didn't bring like headphones or anything uh, kind of to prepare myself like some interior quiet before I went to confession. And so I'm like riding my bike – and I'm kind of like hit by this memory of having ridden my bike like all the time when I was a teenager um I did it a lot when I was young too like you know in middle school whatever but I think it really was transformative like what, you're probably like why is riding your bike transformative and it's not particularly riding my bike it was living in silence um I used to have just like constant silence in my life, like as opposed to the constant noise that was happening, like I would a lot of times just go out of my way to put myself in silence, whether it was, um, yeah, going on a bike ride around the neighborhood or just kind of like going in our backyard and laying down in the grass and kind of just looking up at the trees or going on a walk, especially when I was in high school, we lived, uh, kind of out in the country. We lived on a dirt road and uh, like an acre or something of of backyard, which was really nice. And so I spent a lot of time just kind of in silence. And um, when I got a car also, I sorry, going to the Adoration Chapel that was not too far from my house and, and just being in silence. And I think about that and I realized that it's kind of a unique experience of a teenager I think because well when I was homeschooled so I think they're allowed that kind of space to like be able to just kind of go and go off by myself during the day or whatever I so I did I spent a lot of time in silence and I was reflecting on that while I was driving or not driving while I was riding my bike and I was like oh I like don't ever have silence in my life and I used to. I, I mean, like, I was very particularly um, devoted to creating silence in my life, whether it was prayer or just kind of, like, I would, I used to have this rule where, like, from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m., like, I didn't look at my phone, um, and, like, I just had it off, and so I didn't listen to any music. I just was, like, it was quiet, and at some point, for some reason, I stopped doing that, and recently, especially, I've kind of gotten into the habit of like I wake up and I put something on like whether it's music or a podcast or something and I'm getting ready to go to work and then when I get in the car I plug it in and it's music usually when I'm driving to work and then when I get to work I put my headphones in when I drive home from work I put music on in the car and then when I'm at home like cooking dinner or whatever I'm like playing music or a podcast or something yeah there's just kind of like a lack of silence and and I know that right so like the silence that was given that I talked about when I was in high school, I think, allowed me to be very self-aware, and it gave me a lot of time to, like, reflect on myself and think about, like, what I was feeling, and I wouldn't say, like, all the times I knew why I was feeling the way I was feeling, but I but I definitely know, like knew what I was feeling, and um, I think it, it gave me the opportunity to have a lot of self-reflection, and I think that spilled over... Into the rest of my life, because as I kind of got older, people would tell me like, "Oh, Naomi, you seem like you're really self-aware." And I, part of the reason that, you know, besides the grace from the Lord, like I do think that that also that grace of being in silence a lot when I was in high school, especially, I think that that helped a lot. So, I so I guess what I'm trying to say uh, is that I, now I just like really don't have a lot of silence and. And I know why, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not like fooling myself and saying like, I don't know why I don't have silence because I know why. Um, and it's because I've made choices to make sure I don't have silence in my life. Time to get 100 with Naomi. I gotta drink some coffee to prepare for this. But the reality is, is I don't want silence because I don't want to have to look at myself, right? And like, not, <laughs> I, okay, let me start over. So like I don't have silence in my life and I'm avoiding silence in my life right now because because I don't want because I know when I when I sit down and I'm silent and like I either in prayer or just kind of in general like I'm I come face to face with myself right and I look at myself and I'm like oh and then on the flip side not only do I see myself but then I see the Lord gazing at me right and I don't want him to gaze at me I just Which you're probably like, why wouldn't you want God to gaze at you? Well, let me tell you. Because when the Lord looks at me, right? And he looks at me, I know he's going to look at me with love. And when he looks at me with love, I'm reminded of who I am. And who I am is obviously his daughter. And I'm utterly dependent upon him, right? Like everything about me is dependent upon the Lord. And if there's anything that I hate more, um, than being dependent on someone, like, I actually, I was trying to say, like, I don't think I hate anything more than being dependent upon another person. And I really struggle with that, like the surrender and being like a little child and like leaning into that. And, you know, a little while ago, uh, okay. I was at mass and father Paul, friend of the podcast, he was preaching, and he said, you know, like, we have to be like little children with God, and, you know, little children won't hesitate to ask God for what they need, and I was like, hmm, uh, uh, who's he talking to? I don't, I don't think he's talking to me, because I, I'm really good at depending on God. Let's be honest, it was kind of talking to me, and I didn't want, I don't want, right, and I didn't want to have to deal with the fact that that in silence, in the the day-to-day of living life as God's daughter, like, everything that I am is dependent upon Him, right? And I have to lean into Him, and I have to surrender things to Him, and I have to give up the control that I think I have, right? I'm just going to sidebar and talk about my old spiritual director, Father Joe, and I was, like, one day, I was talking to him, and I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah, and, but, you know, I, that means I have to give up control, and, like, he looked at me and he said, Naomi, you were never in control. And I was like, oh, crap. He's right. Like, you're right. Like, I was never in control. And I fool myself into thinking I am. And in that, like, in that fooling of myself, right, in order to keep myself within that kind of uh, unreality or with keeping myself within that kind of uh, lie, right? That lie that I'm in control. Um, I can't look at the Lord because when I look at him, I know, I know that I know the truth about who I am. And like, sometimes that really is, it, that's really hard for me to accept. And I think some people have this kind of idea that like, I have my stuff together when it comes to, um, living, the Christian life. But, like, I don't. Let's just be honest. Like, I just don't. And, and, like, some days I just really want the Lord to leave me alone. Like, I just want him to be, like, away from me because I don't want to have to accept who I am, right? It doesn't really have to do with him. Like, sometimes it does. And, like, the thing is, like, recently i just, I need, I wanted to be in control so badly because there are so many things that I just don't understand that are happening in my life. Right. And when there are things I don't understand, I like try and grab onto control and like, and act like I know what's going on and I know how I'm going to make it through this. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And I don't like, and I just don't want to admit that I know. So <laughs> instead of going to the Lord and being like, Hey, I don't know. And that's really hard for me. And I know I need to surrender to you, but that's really hard. And, you know, instead of just being honest, I've kind of like, just kind of turned away. And then like, hey, uh, who's that guy over there? I I think his name's Jesus. Um, I don't know. Um, and like, I didn't like, I haven't known this the whole time, right? Like, so I kind of like did it subconsciously. And then I realized that that was what I was doing. I was turning away because I just didn't want him to look at me and, and see me and me have to face reality um he like the lord who is good and kind and merciful right he when I turned around and like I turned off the music and I turned off the podcast and like all right if you're gonna give up like a podcast don't give up my podcast because I have a lifelong dream of being sponsored by HelloFresh so just remember that anyway yeah like when i turned all the noise off and i was like okay okay all right we're gonna i'm I'm gonna let it happen um and i turned towards the lord he was just waiting like he wasn't sitting there like oh so i see you decided to come back he just kind of was like oh he's like yeah yeah come back and that's a really – and that's kind of just like if there's anything that you take away from this episode of this podcast, it's it, I want it to be that. That even if you feel like you're running or you're having a hard time with silence or you just want to be distracted, distracted, distracted so that you don't have to look at yourself but also that you don't have to look at how the Lord sees you and how the Lord really sees you, right? Like not like a lie that says – Oh, the who is like the Lord's angry at you or something because you have been avoiding him or whatever. But like take away this that when you turn back to the Lord, he receives you with great joy and he receives you with great love. And you know, like like the prodigal son, like the story of the prodigal son, like instead of you know, condemning or whatever, he just comes out to me and he says, you know, I've been waiting for you, you know. My own challenge to myself or whatever has kind of been to spend more time in silence um, and that has been fruitful for me uh, the last couple. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's been like a week, like it's been fruitful for a week and I'm probably gonna get sick of it in another week and have to Relisten listen to my own podcast to be reminded but no matter what is happening right in your life and like if you feel like you turned away from the Lord but yeah no matter what you do or say or if you feel like you're turned away from the Lord when you turn back he has been waiting for you right this whole time he's just kind of been like I know, I know she's gonna come back. I know it. Like I know she's gonna come back. And he has great faith in you and and great love for you. And he awaits the opportunity to and to receive you into his heart. I would recommend. There's a book that I really love. It's called The Return of the Prodigal Son by Henry Nowen. One of my favorite books of all time. And I need to reread it. I. It's been sitting in my purse like being like hey Naomi uh remember when you were like I need to reread this and so I'm I'm planning on it (laughs) it's work in progress just be okay with seeing yourself because no matter what you have no matter what you've conceived as you as who you are right like no matter if you're looking at yourself and you're like wow that's the worst person of all time the Lord will always look at you with love and he is waiting for you to come on back, so um, I have to go to a party now, and the party is going to feature pie, and this is my plan. I'm going to go to the party. I'm going to eat a piece of pie. I'm going to piece the heck out of there. All right, that's all I've got. a blood and water, which gush forth from the heart of Jesus is a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. Amen.